Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Achtung, Millwall. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, listeners. Welcome to Acton Grassroots. I'm here. I'm been in Erif, Michael Avery, sitting next to me. I've not been in Erif since a lifetime ago. A different era, mate. Well, 1980s. It was actually about six weeks, Nick, when it's here from Belvedere. But for, for, well, that was, for no, that, license. <laughs> that was Welling. Oh, right, okay, that was Welling. That's a, that's a different beast to Erif. I have, in a different life, listeners, I've lived near Erif. But it's such a long time ago, and to come back round here now, it's um, it's both familiar and strange all at once. I'm sat with Michael in the, uh, is it got a name this stadium? It's the Irish Leisure Centre. Well, this isn't is it? the Irish Stadium, I think, if you go on the Scaffold website, Irish Stadium, dear listener. Irish Stadium, we're here for Irish Town versus Stansfield, the uh, Oxford Boys Club, I think I was reading on the. Um, on the Wikipedia, Michael, and um, it's a nice little setup here, mate. We've just been singing its praises, haven't we, you and me? No, see, it is a, it's a nice setup. I've obviously, from listeners of this show, I've been down here a few times this season, so I know it relatively well. Um, it's probably my local club, um, as the cloak, the cloak, crow flies. Yep. So I come down here quite often, but no, it's, it's nice to bring you down in it because I always obviously say to you what these grounds are like. We obviously send the pictures over for tweets and social yeah, media and yeah. stuff, but now you're actually physically here. Uh, so it's got a little bit of that Italian club feel to it because it's um, it's got the athletic track around it. But yeah, continental feel. It's um, it's a leisure centre setup, listeners. I've been quite impressed with it, Michael, since I've got here because there's a really nice bar upstairs. We've got I've got a beer. I don't know what kind of quality of um, coverage you're going to get, listeners, because I've only one in already. I'm on my second bud, so I don't know how it's going to finish. But um, I suppose that's why you're tuning into this show. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very pleasant afternoon. That helps. You were here for one show where it's pouring down yeah um, I was and I don't think truly I've ever recovered emotionally from the ordeal of horizontal rain hitting you in the face when you're actually under uh, under a roof but no it's, it's a nice grand it's got a nice community feel People sort of seem to know each other. There's a lot of waving and a hellos and all that kind of thing. And then, as you said, Nick, as well, on the way, it's actually quite welcoming. Very welcome. Chaps on the, on the gate, um, very pleasant. Chaps on the bar, lady behind the bar, very pleasant. Um, and it's small things at this level. I've, as I've just said, I've not been to Irif since uh, the Charles Dickens' era. Um, but as I came out of the railway station, which was familiar to me, but the rest of the route I'd forgotten. It's really well signposted. You can't really miss it. It's, that's a good sign, though. Yeah, club, a community supports its football club, doesn't it? Yeah, of course. And if you haven't looked, um, for those who know the, the club, if you look at the advertisement boards here, 
just for example, but bed post, bed post yeah. Yeah. Local, familiar names, yeah, yeah. local shop nearby, and it's all very, very local, and it's got that nice community feel to it. Uh, the seats remind you of like the old Wembley. Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of basic sit, uh, seats, no back to them, basically. But it's set into concrete on the side of the leisure centre. Um, and the rest of the ground is fairly open. So it's got a running track. Michael said that already. Uh, teams are coming out. Here, if they're familiar, I now know. Red and black stripes. AC Milan style, Mike. That's probably the only thing close to AC Milan that you can say with Vera of Town today, in all due respect. Stansfield in yellow and blue stripes. So, uh, the team's just going to get lined up for kickoff. We'll be back in a moment. Um, we'll cover the kickoff and then any events of note as we go along. You've covered this team a few times, Mike. As you said, it's your local side. You do feel, when you cover these games, I feel I always look for results. I look for Fisher's results. I look for from Belvedere's results. I even look for Hornchurch's results, even though Harry would probably be uh, you know, climbing up the wall somewhere in, uh, across the river from here where we are. Um, but, yeah, you do feel like a, an interest in, in the size, don't you? Yeah, and also as well, it's, it's quite interesting with this division. We'll, we'll touch on it um, later on in the show, but because of... Um, Sort of the way these people are with, like, you know, this obviously isn't their job. So, you know, some of them, could be, some of them could be working on on bank holiday weekends and yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really is a case of anyone could beat anyone. I mean, I remember with Vera from Belvedere, it was absolutely flying. So you're following their result, and then they lose to Tunbridge Wells away, and Tunbridge Wells aren't one of the big hits. No, in it's, just, it's just like a, a poor day out, yeah, you know, exactly. for whatever reason. But again, you don't know if behind the scenes if Irith and Belvedere their leading centre forward's got to work that's right no 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 so yeah. it's, um, it's, it's certainly interesting but again we'll touch on it soon but you, you think the championship's close dear listener I mean it's close at the top of the table but you look at you look at this there is not a lot of points separating these teams no, we'll, have, we'll have a look in the, uh, at the league table at the moment We're just uh, team, two teams lined up for kick off uh, the yellow and blue Stansfield side will be kicking towards is that the Irith end I suppose we're going to call that the Irith end uh, no, that's the Eriff end, I think, down there. There's a tower block, which is by the river. Um, Eriff are kicking towards the tower block, listeners. Away we go. So I'm just looking at the league table, Mike. As you say, Eriff and Belvedere are top of the table, some, some way ahead of uh, almost 21 points, clear of Rustall in second spot. Uh, Stansfield sitting third, so they come in as a, a decent place, but 31 points, so 20, what's that, 22 points off of the top side. Um, Ear of Town at home, home team in sixth place, uh, 28 points. I've got my little non league. Go on, you go for region. So You've done a lot of prep, listeners. Very prep, professional. In block capitals, in case I wanted to give it to Nick to Eaconwood as well. So, Ear of Town currently top of Scaffold, uh, Premier League, 53 points and 21 points clear of second. Yeah, that's the performance, isn't it? Yeah, and, and considering, you know, last season, I think they At any up. level, yeah. you know, I mean, you need to joke about and, that. And they're smashing teams as well, and they play good football as well. I mean, we saw them against Wellington. They looked a good, decent footballing side at Ear of Town. Yeah, it's good side. Wellington, who we've covered as well. Um, and Canterbury City, who I covered last season against Derek and Belvedere, they're currently in the bottom two. The reason why I refer to them is because we always like to um, talk about teams that we look out for. We do. Fisher in 15th yeah. um, are only three points clear of that drop, and they've struggled this season. What's the drop from here? That'll be down, well, there's, there's uh, Division Skeffle, 1. Skeffle, there's a Division 1 of Skeffle. Yeah. Skeffle. Which, in, in the nicest possible way to the teams in that division, the, the difference in quality is, is, is quite marky, yeah, don't I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you don't really want to be dropping into that division no. if you're in the scaffold. Um, Stanfield and Fisher, they're both in the scaffold prem. Uh, other South London teams of note, Bermsey Town. Have you heard of I've seen Bermsey online, yeah. Uh, and Lucian Borough, they're in the bottom two of the scaffold division one. Are they? Yeah, so they're, they're, they're struggling. That's playing on the park after that, isn't it? Yeah, Beckenham Town are currently away today at uh, Seven Oaks Town. They're, they're in the combined counties 
That was a goal ball in from the right, from the two for, for uh, Stansfield. Slammed home from close. That was a pretty simple goal, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can sort of blame the defending there. It wasn't Four, well, well, there was no defending, was there? Well, that, that, that's the half the reason why we were talking when they were taking the free kick, because there didn't seem to be that much danger over there. There shouldn't have been any danger whatsoever. That was a pretty straightforward crossing from the right to the left and slammed home close two minutes into the game. One thing I will say as well, I think you can tell when they, it was bad defending because, um, and again, as a referee, I don't, uh, don't agree with this anyway, but not a single person moaned at the ref, moaned at the linesman, no. moaned at the line. They just accepted their lot. They just accepted. It's like the hang the hang man knows his, his game is up. Yeah. I mean, you, like you said, to drop out of this league is, is a, a big you know, fall from grace. I would imagine that getting promoted to the Ishmael League is a big yeah. step up. It's equally, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's. Um, I've seen Hornchurch last season, and I think they're Ishmael League. And um, you know, the standard is is noticeably higher at that point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I went to see. Fitness, I went yeah. to see the VCD um, athletic game last year against. Um, Hastings, yeah. uh, famously, I think it was the free all when we had the ultras I behind the goal. That's right. Um, you get all that. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually, su- I was actually surprised with the um, with the level of this. I mean, in, in a nice possible way. Don't get me wrong. As we say with these shows, that's a good tackle. Yeah. Um, don't come to these games thinking that you're, you know, going to see the next Ronaldo or all these kind of players, no. but. With um, with the Isthmian League, it's, it's very competitive, and if you got a team last season in Scaffold like Sheppey, who was absolutely tearing up at this level, they're they're currently in mid-table in yeah. the Isthmian. So yeah. it, it, show, it shows the shows what can be done. Here. Talking about crowd size here, Michael. You said that you came to the game was 300 plus, was it? Was it 500? Yeah, the start of the season against Phoenix on a Friday evening, I think it was about 325. Yeah, um, which was good. And also last year, as those listeners know. Um, we famously covered them their FA Youth Cup game more Pompey, right? against Portsmouth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, this is another thing you sort of know when you get to do the non-league games. And apologies for those who do non-league more than Nick and I. But if you actually want the bigger attendances, it, you t- it tends to be these sort of like youth games or the under 23 games in the FA, FA competition with the pull of a big name I suppose yeah, yeah. yeah. and also you get a lot of people for example um, I know someone who used to play this level and he said that he played in the FA Youth Cup and about 20 of his family came down so again I know it's family and friends mm. but mm. you could have 400, 500 but if you can put 20 people on the gate I mean it's about 100 plus I'd say and it's quite difficult to where we're sitting we're looking back across the main stand there's a good number of seats here I mean yes they're very basic seats set on a concrete Base, but I'd say about 100 plus here, maybe 120. I don't know. Yeah, which isn't which isn't bad for what tier five. Well, the spending in the bar, everyone seems to have a bit. I've got this is my second yeah. listener, so if I start slurring, yeah. then uh, you know, we Michael all, did it. We, yeah, we always famously say it. We don't condone getting absolutely shit-faced at football, <laughs> but we are three rows from the pitch and we've got a beer on our end. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I was saying earlier on to Michael, I went to Clapton last year, which is this is the. Uh, the official Clapton as against the community Clapton which is a different beast entirely but they're playing out of the Newham Leisure Centre similar kind of feel to this there's a little press for rear if here nothing there um, similar kind of leisure centre set up running track pitch in the middle but the big difference there um, was no bar and whether you're drinking or not, Michael, the bar is the focus. The bar is where you're making money. That's where the club lies, doesn't it? Because even if you're, like, say, even if you're not drinking, you've got kids with you, they want to drink. No one's. Well, you can't always drink. I mean, yeah, listeners, you can't always drink. Sometimes you've got to drive your car. As much as you might want to. <laughs> I've come down by the Elizabeth line. Thank you, um, government, for building that. That's been made, made this trip dead easy. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, you could have driven it today, but um, the bar gives you a focal point and it's a money-making machine as well. With these clubs, as we said earlier on, Michael, exist on next to nothing, fresh air after time. Money-wise, they're always struggling, aren't they? Yeah, what people need to remember as well is that all these big clubs get hit, like the professional clubs because of COVID and all these other things. But where... You, let's call it as it is without trying to get too political things like cost of living crisis yeah, yeah. but no going back to it with cost of living and prices going up and everything like that um, sponsors may not be able to invest in looking at them now just in front of us a company like the Bedpost yeah local, they, local firm they yeah. could be the biggest sponsor over the last few years but they're hit by costs they, they can't deal with and they can't invest anymore I think so I bought it, my first marital bed out of the Bedpost they've done, done me proud <laughs> I don't doubt I don't I might cut that <laughs> Oh dear, that's, two, that's, that's one, one, happens, one, that's one of the bed buds in, listeners. That's, that's one of the. That's what when you have two pints, you find out about Nick's love life. <laughs> bit of history for you, listeners. I know you tune into this show for a bit of history, a history lecture from me. Stansfeld, Stansfeld, not Field. Stansfeld is part of the Oxford and Bermondsey um, Boys Club, which was set up in 1897 by one John Stansfeld. Um, and who was John Stansfield? He was a, an Anglican priest, a doctor and a philanthropist. We set up the Oxford Mission to Bermondsey. Sounds, sounds like Unique. <laughs> My family did not have such well-connected um, antecedents, unfortunately. But he set up the um, it's a boys' club set up in the, uh, the depths of a Victorian London when Bermondsey was not the um, property hotspot that you see today, younger kids. You know, it was um, pretty grim grim place to be um, but he was a priest a, a Christian uh, missionary for want of a better way and he set up the boys club to uh, provide for exercise for the kids of, of Vermonty um, hence the uh, stands where they play out of Chiselhurst now Michael Glebe yeah Glebe's ground yeah I think they do a little ground share um Originally from the sort of Terrible Road area, I believe. Yeah. Um, not too far from Manzies, I think it used to be. I think it? you're probably right. 1896. So now they're playing at Foxbury Avenue, which is, used to be where I knew where I went to school. Let's go to school. Um, it's quite strange being so intimately connected to all these places in South East London, not living anywhere near it anymore. It's kind of an odd feeling. I, I come back to the familiar places with a stranger's eye, listeners. Also, this club here, also Area of Town's got a nice bit of history too. I mean, looking at the badge now, 1959. 59. So, so a lot of these teams here, as we said, I think, I think weren't Irith and Belvedere when we were there early season celebrating 100 years or something similar to that? So, you've got, well, you've got a lot of clubs, a lot of history in these places. Irith was a town, was established in 1959. It was a Sunday league side, Michael. Played through the local leagues, Kent leagues, London Metropolitan Sunday leagues, Spartan league until eventually uh, the Kent League and then on to this uh, South Southern Counties Eastern League, is it? Yep. Skeffel. Skeffel. Oh, four words, that we've charged here for RF. Oh, oh, oh. Clash over there, looks like two have gone down hurt. The, uh, the 10 for RF, who is, I see, is Harry Taylor. I'm sitting right in front of the team sheet, so I've got no excuse not to know who it is. Just, just, for, just for the listeners there, basically a ball was played over the top to, uh, to the 10, it was the 10, wasn't it? Um, mm. He stinked it over the goalkeeper, and the keeper looks like he's just outside the box. He did a Schumacher on him. He, he was completely, completely taken out there. Luckily yeah. for the goalkeeper, I think he had about three players behind him, so I, I'll be very surprised if it's a red card. Go, goalkeeper's as hurt as the other guy. Here's, here's, here's a question. As we are the VAR, <laughs> isn't it? Do you think that's worthy of a red card? 
Well, I, 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 it's, it's, it's wide right. It's not a goal-scoring chance because he's it's wide right. Um, he's certainly taken the man mm. um, without any thought for the ball. It was dangerous, so I would say yes. I mean, the ball was. Well would you good. give it a, as a red in real life? I think it's one of those, if I'm being brutally honest, you'd probably see it on the laws of the game courses mm. and go, what would you give here? And they'd want you to say red. But when you've got loads of people screaming and shouting at you, would you just give a yellow just to show you're doing it? It changes the game completely if you well, do you're do sending it. Off goalkeeper. I thought it was a dangerous challenge. He's give a red. He's give a red, send him off. I, th- I thought he would. I, he's, he's passed the laws of the game. I don't, I don't like to brag, listeners, but I've been around the game for a long time. You know, I know my rules. It was a dangerous challenge, yeah. in fairness, Mike. I'll be brutally honest with you. 16 minutes in, that's going to change the game, as we just said. I, like, I, I, I'm try- it sounds like I'm backtracking a bit. I think it was a red. Get but off I, the fence. But, yeah, sorry. I think it was a red, but you would, would you have been surprised if a yellow was given? I think I would, because you've either got to give a red or nothing. Mm. You've got to have a quiet word or you've got to give a red there, because it was high and it was dangerous. The man was clearly hurt. And it could have been a lot worse. So, But this goes to show the life yeah. of a referee because it's a decision that is a red card. As I said, on, like, on the laws of a game course, if they showed that, they'd expect you to do a red. Yeah. But you've got all of Stansfield now surrounding the referee saying he's got it wrong. People in the stand saying to Lolino, they've got it wrong. Yeah. How can you referee, you know, if... if or not keeper's gone. I don't know who they've got on the bench. This will change it, won't it? This is a big opportunity for Eriff. Do they have a substitute goalkeeper? I don't know. Well, he's not very happy. Oh, no, it looks like they're putting an outfielder in there. The no, he's got the right arm. He's just kicked the ball out of the ground there, down towards the Eriff Railway Station where I've just come from. It's going to hit, for the people who know the area, he's it's going to probably hit the fish on the fish roundabout. He's taking his shot, but he wants to hit someone, <laughs> doesn't he? But if you take... Oh, oh is, it, is it the bank? Are they, uh, now he's... Oh, now he's, he's, now he's where's he walking to? He's broke, he's broke the dugout. He's, he's gone for a walk. This is the local, the kind of drama you get second at local football. Of, second panel from the left here, listen. They're actual... Sta- Stanford yeah, busted, is trying to bust, hold it back He's up. busted the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the dugout. Um, you get your eight quids worth here, don't you, Nick? Oh, it is a penalty. It was inside the box. Game's still taking place. It was yeah, a yeah, no, I'm, I'm watching a goalkeeper. He's got the right arm, listeners. Oh, now he's arguing with the ear of subs. He wants to have an argument with the subs. He wants to hit, he wants to hit somebody. He's already um, smashed up the... Uh, the, the uh, team dugout on the other side. We've got an outfield player in goal. He's just picked up the ball to find out that that is a football and there's a penalty. This is all go, isn't it? We've got 18 minutes gone. And the man who I said to watch out for, um, to Nick, goal. start the game, Stedman Kalinda, is taking the... Uh, yeah, he's the top scorer, I believe, Michael. Top, yeah, quite comfortably as Here well. Here we go. Yeah. One each. And I'll tell you what as well, this will be, I think, this will be interesting in the crowd as well because they're getting quite vocal back here. Goalkeeper's prowling over there, no shirt on. It's a cold day. Pure rage is keeping him warm over there. This is wonderful stuff, listeners. This is why you tune act on grassroots. Because it was so far wide that I didn't know it was. was He's getting on. I'll kiss him. I'll get him getting off, getting on the fence, off the fence. I, I didn't because it was so far right, I didn't see where it was but if it was in the box yeah 100% correct decision sending off on a penalty one each listeners 19 minutes gone I'll keep you informed of the goalkeeper later I think the, uh, the, the torrents have opened there listeners it's now 2-0 to 2-1 uh, 2-1 to Riftown yeah. decent shot from the edge of the penalty that curled in the right, right post there Michael didn't it yeah it was, it was a good finish um, in the 22nd I'm not sure how happy the goalkeeper is because he's now taking his goal. goalkeeper is very suspect mate 
The other one's disappeared now. He's wandered off. I think he's going to probably smash someone's ass up. The he's way got he into a local ear of pub listeners. He's going to sink a few and he's going to find someone's have a row with. Yeah, the running horses <laughs> round the corner. Yeah. The very worst pubs, severe if I don't know them anymore, but Michael does. 2-1. But no, just quickly going back to the goal, so the player picks it up on the left-hand side. I didn't see his number it was, who had the shot, unfortunately, but picks it up on the left-hand side. Is this guy here, isn't it? Short. I'm saying this guy here, listeners, you can't see who I'm pointing at. It's not uh, the 10 turn, right? It's the 15. It is Jamie Humphreys, I think. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go with that. Um, so he cuts in on the left-hand side, looks up, right foot there for a great angle from where we are, and he just places it right on the top. It was a nicely play. I think he would have tested the other goalkeeper. You know, it's tested any goalkeeper. It's a decent shot. Be brutally honest with you, I think from the way it was saying, it was savable. But like you say, because that's a standing keeper, yeah, it hits him. But even then, like you say, it's one of those that even I think a proper first-time goalkeeper will probably push round round the post. It wasn't an e- it would have been an easy save. It was a good effort. I'm trying to think, listeners. The last time I saw an outfield player going goal, because obviously the modern era, you replace your yeah. goalkeeper with a goalkeeper off the bench in the professional uh, games. Neil Warnock, because he never used to put. A, uh, no, he didn't. I'm just trying to think. I've seen in my life, I have seen in the 70s, Dave Donaldson going goal a long while ago, Millwall. Um, not many times, not many times, because obviously it would have taken an injury to a goalkeeper, and we didn't. We never seem to get that very often. They're good goalkeepers. So it is a question. Didn't, didn't, um, oh, in the, in the, in the, in the uh, Dennis Wise era, didn't someone go in goal then? I think you're right, actually. Oh, mate, this is going to be one for the listeners. Oh, there's another oh. chance in front of goal. It's going to be a... It should be a goal torrent looking at their goalkeeper at the moment. He's just about clinging on for grim death, the uh, replacement goalkeeper. Here's a question to ponder, dear listener. Would you... Why? And I'll ask you as well, Nick. Yeah. Considering, like, how many players you... Oh, hang on. Always oh, a little back heel. Cheeky, oh. cheeky. That's oh. worldwide in the event. Nice nice idea, though. Oh. So how many games you play in the World Cup, roughly? So three group stages... To get to the final. Three, seven, eight. Group stages, then there's a round of 16, quarter-final, semi, six, seven. seven. Why are you taking three goalkeepers? Illness can strike, can't it? It can, but then why, does, well, you know, I, I, but then why doesn't professional teams have ten goalkeepers in this squad? No, because the reason I, I would, logically there, if you've got three goalkeepers in a, what, 25-man squad, is it, for a World Cup? Yeah. 26? Um, if one of them gets ill, you want, your, you want a goalkeeper and a spare, one on the bench. Another incident there, the 10's gone down. Clutching his it's getting a bit naughty out there. Well, just, just there as we were talking about goalkeepers, um, the 10's ten, the gone down, he's been clipped by a defender. In truth, I didn't see that much in it, really. Um, Here we found some retribution, I think. For or, or the way Stanfield are behaving, Stansfield, but they're, yeah. all, they're all shouting and screaming for real disciplinary action. Um, the referee just seems to be... Well, there you are, it just seems to be a talking to more than anything. He seems like Mr Calm, that referee. Yeah. I think as well, going back to the local roots, I do believe Stansfield looks like they're sponsored by Albins. I'm sure they are. Could be. It's certainly entertaining, listeners. Not necessarily in, in a footballing sense. So in a brawl sense. <laughs> yeah, see, see, again, see again the joys of referee. And we're, we're watching this game here, and I'm, I'm a little bit like, I didn't see too much in it. But again, people screaming behind a shouting for him to be hooked, so... Did it sway your crowd, crowd noise? Did it sway your decision-making? Um, in truth, I don't think it's... That doesn't mean like 10 years, does it? Um, it's not a confession box here, by the way. You can say pass. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think, in truth, it doesn't sway your decision, but you know you've got a, you're not going to be popular. In you comes know. a free kick from the left. 
Bouncing around in the ear if penalty or the goalkeeper takes. Oh, when he gets barged. That's another, that's, that's, that's got to be a, a yellow. Goalkeeper has gone down, rolling around. He's got a yellow out there, Mike. Um, yeah, I don't know if you just described it. Stansfield losing the player. Yeah, basically the goalkeeper's caught it quite routine, wouldn't you say? Routine. And as he's, um, and as he's, he's in the mush. He's, he's yeah, knighted, basically, basically. Yeah, basically the centre forwards run up and smashed him right in the face. Um, this could, this could finish quite well. You got your boots, Nick. We could end up playing. We're only um, 26 minutes in. We've got a sending off. That, that oh, could. This could be another red card. It, whoa. The referee's it's, it's not in. The referee's going up to the linesman. Tell me what to do so they can blame you for There's the a female referee, uh, a referee, a lines uh, person, and a ref. I think it should be a, yeah, a red. We call it a yellow card, it's not a nut, is it? I mean, there, that's, there's, that's, there's no reason it's an assault. No if you did that in the local, the, to the goalkeeper, the running horses, where he's <laughs> like, there, you'd be nicked. So, yellow bottled it. He's bottled yeah. it. He's bottled it. He didn't want to send him off there. Lucky boy. Going back to what you're saying about with referee decisions, Nick. But yeah. I wouldn't say a crowd or people chatting would would, would influence you decision-wise yeah. or with cards. But I think you'd have to have a thick skin and go right. I know I'm going to get pelters here. Did yeah. you see what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. You, you can't, I mean, I, I I did a game once where um, I won't say the two teams. They're good teams, but I won't say. Um, for the sake of GDPR. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But basically, a, um, yeah. But basically, a, a guy's running for on goal. Um, he's cut across a defender. The defender's caught him. He's gone down in boxes. Penalty. Yeah. I've got 22 geezers screaming at me to send him off, and I've got 22 geezers screaming. Well, 11, 11. Never, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, luckily, luckily for me, from my interpretation, it wasn't a dog's eye. There was another defender, so it was a yellow card. Yeah. Um, but again, this is the this is the Pull unfortunate lives of referees. Yeah. One single decision um, or one single incident can be interpreted completely different depending on what team you are supporting or playing for. Also, I mean, I think he should have sent him off there, but that the effect of sending him off there takes him down to nine men. Yeah. You're then into um, pantom, you know, fast mode, aren't yeah, you? You're, 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 you're not far short of having minimum number of people. Literally, tell you what if you're literally in the town of Erith Town, then being about eight one up at half time. Been news, newsworthy in the non-league paper, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Standing goalkeeper just made a really remarkably good save there, listeners, on the 34 and a half minutes. Not nice sure, move. Not sure he knew much about it, to be fair. Um, but, he um, got it over the bar. That's good enough for Bar Bielkowski. It's good enough for me. There you go. But Ste- Stedman Kalender is a, a player I've mentioned a few times today and in the past. He's, he's, uh, he's a real talent this level. He, he really sat on the shoulder of the last defender really nicely, beat the offside track, run down the left hand side, cut it back across for the 10 to have the shot. Um, and again, first time, I thought it was going in. It was, it was on target, it was on with power, and the standing goalkeeper uh, batted it over the ball. I think it was, I think it's the number two for Stansfield, Joe Borland. I think it was him. I could be wrong. In comes the rocks. He's batted that away nicely, Michael. He's gone down. Someone's um, little kerfuffle. The referee's got a game on his hands here. I'll tell you that much. I think he's doing his very best, um, but it ain't easy. But now, but now we've got the Stanfield standing goalkeeper on the floor holding his head and the Stanfield, I would say the bench, but after bench has been broke. So the goalkeeper's just... disappeared. I don't know where he's gone. He walks off with no shirt on. I don't know where he's well, gone. Well, a blue he's light... somewhere in here, yeah, loose. But there's, but there's a blue light going towards where he was walking. 
<laughs> if you we're, see... We're not it, making uh, any assumptions. But this will go out tomorrow, so if, hopefully it'll be resolved by then. But you do see, if you live in Hereth and you see like a bare-chested man ranting around Hereth, <laughs> it's the goalkeeper from Stansfield, Charlie Cottrell. Big shout-out to Charlie. I, I feel your pain, mate. You did, you did, you did clatter him, though. You did clatter him. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Standout player for Rear Rift Town for me, Michael, is the num- name you've mentioned a couple of times, number nine, Stedman Kalender. He just made a little run there. It was actually a quite an intelligent run leftwards, which is, it stands out because at this level you don't see that very often. And he's, 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 got, the, um, he's got the X factor, hasn't he? Yeah, he's... Um, top he's scorer, you said. Top scorer, I think. I mean, let's, let, me, let me get me a little bit of paper out. I'll it's rustle it. Michael's let's prep. Let's have a look. If it says top so, scorer, Michael's bit of paper, he is. So there is 12 goals. 12, 12 goals, well, 13 now after the penalty. Um, yeah. he, he, nearly yeah. got, he nearly got an assist for the other goal. Um, and he's, he's fine. Um, and the thing is, as well, with, with the red card, it doesn't seem to affect the back line too much because you've got the sort of four and the holding midfielder. But he always seems to find space. Look at him there, the way he's moving. Look, he's gone yeah. there. Yeah, he's intelligent. And that defender... Looks about he looks about fifteen and pacey, but yeah. even he can't give up with him. No, 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 you know? no. He's, he's, he's got he's got the touch. He always seems to float around between that centre back and the, and the and the wide man. If you see what I mean, see look there. Yeah, he's fine. Stedman Calender, listeners, keep that name in mind. So you might see it around the the football scene. We're coming towards forty-one minutes. Game's calmed down a lot, Mike, and after that bit of um, unseemliness earlier on. Well, I, I, just saw you, I, I just saw you chuckle off uh, microphone at someone who commented on the game. I didn't exactly hear what he was saying. The word shit came out. Hey, wanker know. was the other word. Or wanker. <laughs> he might not be a fan of the podcast. <laughs> Certainly Stansfield Feld are up against it, 10 men. Uh, goalkeeper's done, the standing goalkeeper's done a few good little um, you know, saves. But really, uh, Town will be unhappy if they don't add to the goal tally. So 41 minutes, we're looking at half-time. But it's, the light is dropping now. It was a beautiful afternoon, sunny afternoon earlier on. But we're going to need the floodlights on soon. So maybe we'll go to the bar at half-time, tell them to put the floodlights on, because it's going to get very dark soon. There's a half-time whistle. It's 2-1 uh, to Town. 
Um, a lot of drama in that half, Michael. I mean, football-wise, it calmed down a lot after the, uh, the the near sending off, the second sending off that should have been that wasn't. Mm. After that, it's really been pretty, um, you know, un- uneventful, really, but entertaining stuff. Yeah, exactly. And like you've said it before, and we said on other shows, you're not going to see you're not going to see the best players in the world, Danny. Let's be very honest. But but look, they, it, one thing I always say about non-league football, Nick, and I don't know if you agree with me, no matter what they've got to, that you've got that sort of passion, didn't you? You do. Like, like the keeper, the keeper's been sent off there for whatever reason. Half time's gone. The yeah. Captain, that, and even now, like I'm, I don't know if he's the manager of Stansfield or the coaching staff or whatever. But there's, some, there's a Stansfield representative there. Walking on backwards, talking to the referee. Yeah. Like the, um, and again, I don't condone people going up to referees and giving them abuse and all that. Don't get me wrong, but they're passionate. They're passionate. I, I, I generally don't know. I mean, a referee, I take my hat off to. He's had a very difficult half. I don't know how it would fit in with your experience of refereeing, but at this level and, and, and so on, um, the decision to send the man off, I thought, sitting Brave. here. I think. Well, it was both brave and it was the right decision. Yeah. The um, reason, the reason why I say he should have sent the other guy off, but I think yeah. he employed a bit of yeah. political thinking there. Because I, thought, think, I think the reason why I say it was brave Nick, was because obviously fans, that people were listening to the show ain't here seeing it. No. But there's about four or five people around him. Yeah. Like before he gave the card. So he could and these look like blokes sprayed. that you might find in yeah. a pub somewhere, you know, that want to have it. And, yeah. and you know, you. I know there's rules of the game and there's there's codes of behaviour, but in the moment that goes out the window, doesn't it? Yeah, and, that, and that's why I say it was a brave decision because you like, like I've, I've been in situations before, or you hear of referees where sometimes, like you say, they not be influenced, but they might think I might not send him off because he might give me an easier easier life or an easier job. But he's stuck to his gun, stuck to look. This is what's happened. Yeah. And fair the the, I mean, the, the goalkeeper, if he sees it in a cold light, he probably won't see it in a cold light. They. And he may, for, for reasons that beat me, he seems to feel aggrieved because he's actually taken a man out with a dangerous challenge yeah. within the penalty area. Yeah. What does he think might happen? Maybe he'll think that's a remorse when he gets back to work, yeah. I don't know. And, and, that's, and that sort of, again, sounds like I'm backtracking. One of the reasons why I said maybe it might have been a yellow card because from where we're sat, that is a long way away. I, I didn't know it was in the penalty area, but as, yeah. soon, as, he put, as soon as the ball's on the penalty spot and you knew it was in the area, yeah, I think the referee's got it right, in truth. I don't think there'll be many Stansfield fans who uh, like this podcast. We'll probably turn off shortly. But uh, it's been... Um, no, we're, it's, it's, it's we're upsetting been, the Bermondsey OBG, so uh, that's probably not, not the best move in the world, but well, there we are. I'll be brutally honest with you. Like you say, um, there's been some good football. You, you, you do get some players down at this level. Like, like again, we sound like right fanboys, but you, you get that Stedman Kalenda. He's moving around like a player who's too good for this level. Um, defensively, Eerith... He could certainly that, step up a level. He could certainly step up. And, and maybe from there, see where he goes. Yeah, and, and with Eerith Town as well, they... Um, Apart from that one mistake they had at the back earlier on, which we which we chuckled that they didn't really do a lot. They've they've not really been too troubled no. um, by anything there. And uh, what one thing I do like about Irith Town is from when you speak to Adam Wood with the manager and you see him on social media, they like to promote young upcoming talents. So you know that might be another reason why when you see some of these players, you think well they might misplace a pass or they put a shot wide, etc. But yeah. these are young kids who are trying to get into the game, and Irith Town do it the right way. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, Michael, this is—we're t- in the bar, listeners. You can probably tell that from the background noise. But this is a very uh, the, the trusting nature of non-league football. We've just got two beers in, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, there's a problem with the, uh, the, the, the the cash point here. So basically, taking my name, and I'll come back later and pay him. Yeah, it's just a shame you give the name Dave. Would you do that down the den? Probably more. There's two beers, sir. You, you, uh, you your name is uh, Harfer. Will you come back later and pay us when the connection's on? The way, Mil- work? the way Mill is at the moment, they'd probably have someone hold the paper and then someone else hold the pen. 
floodlights are on outside. There is half time, as you can probably gather. We're in the bar. It's the bar's got a bit of a leisure centre feel, isn't it? I mean, this is like a room at a leisure centre. It could do with a bit of um, ear of towning, I suppose. But um, good beer. Um, there's a good crowd in there. A couple of hundred people, I suppose. Tops. Yeah. One thing I will say as well, dear listener. And again, we don't condone getting shit faced at football. But our two pints is considerably cheaper than one pint at the den. Six quid. And yeah. I will come back and pay him later on, yeah. listeners. Um, I'm, I'm three pints in, so I generally try to avoid... I eschew alcohol when I do these podcasts. So um, I don't know what you're going to hear in the second half, listeners, but we will be back um, in due course. For, the, for, those, for those who listen to this show, um, when we was at Irith and Belvedere, there was a singer after the game. Yeah, nothing the, like that, yeah. The way, the way Nick's drinking, he'll be the singer. <laughs> Berman's his answer to Frank Sinatra. Michael and I back out. The floodlights are on, listeners. It's getting cold. Uh, red sky at night is Shepherd's Delight, I think, but we're starting to see a little bit of a red glow in the sky off uh, across the river there. Um, uh, this is my third pint, listeners. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, there's some people will be calling me a lightweight out there. Teams are out. Uh, Town will be attacking the nondescript end down there. I don't know what that is. And uh, Stans will be attacking the... I'm going to call that the Eriff end. There's a tower block right by the river over there. I remember that from the olden days. Well, there we go. 2-1 at the moment to Eriff Town. Entertaining first half. Can the second half match the entertainment factor of the first, Michael? Let me go through my little notes. I'll we'll get your notes out. If it's got anything to do with entertainment factors, go for it, mate. Yeah, so, no, just quickly looking here. Um, this is where, again, it just shows how interesting this division is. Here with town, they're currently sixth. I mean, I think the way other results go today, they might go higher, and if this stays as it is. But their last five, they've lost against Eric and Belvedere away. That was on Boxing Day. Yep. Uh, they won 4-0 away at Whitstable. They lost 2-0 away at um, Erith and Belvedere, which was the game we covered for this show. Yep. Uh, no, at home, sorry. That was the game we covered when we was waterlogged, basically. Right. Uh, they lost 1-0 away to Punjab United in the uh, Scaffold Cup and then 1-5-0 away at Lawsford. So you always get a lot of goals when you come watch Erith Town. That's the one thing you can sort of half guarantee for or against, and this goes to show it. They're freezing this already. Stansfield, they drew 1-0 with Holmesdale. They lost 2-0 at home to Erith and Belvedere. They, this is a big result. And again, what I said to Nick, anyone could beat anyone and surprising results. They beat Glebe 5-0. And Glebe last year were one of the favourites to They were quite up. a hot side. Yeah, I think they finished was that who was Dave Martin playing for? Was that, was that no, he's at Phoenix now. He was Jamie, at, uh, Jamie Philpott's at Glebe. Yeah, yeah, he's at Glebe. Next Millwall. Um, uh, Deal, they, uh, Stansfield won away uh, at Deal Town 3-2. And they won away at Tunbridge Wells. Uh, when it comes to the goals, Stansfield have only scored um, before today. Uh, they'd only scored 27 goals uh, compared to Irith Town's 34 but the uh, the goals against is where it all is at the moment really because um, Stansford had only conceded 19 Irith had only conceded uh, 20 but it's it's weird with those stats that Stansford are higher in the division but as we said how close it is at the top Irith in 6th went into this game on 28 points Stansfield in 3rd 3 places above went in at 31 so it's only 3 points yeah so it's a tight tight so lead with one, with one runaway side and like we, said, like we said earlier on apart from the one, 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 one runaway side Scaffold Prem currently is just 9 points separating Russell in 2nd and Lordswood in 11th and there's only eight points between Glebe in 10th and bottom of the table. So you'll have a side like Glebe, they go on a little bit of a bad run, they could find themselves right in it, as they say. But that's my notes over. Michael's notes. 
um, dressing gown wearing Stato from fantasy football back in the day. No, it's, it's good stuff. I mean, the purpose of these shows, listeners, we've said it many, many times across the season from the heat of uh, August now to the cold of January 2023. It's to form a kind of an advert, I suppose. What can you expect by going to a non-league game at this level? Um, I find it quite um, relaxing. It's been entertaining. You can have a beer. You can sit and talk. Um, it's friendly. Se- it's you, friendly. Yeah, and you come as a semi-neutral with no real... Analysis. You're not invested in it, no. You can watch a game. I mean, as we've said a few times, you won't see brilliant play, but you will see moments where someone does something really good and you'll, it'll stand out. Um, so this, if you're in the Eref area, this is the purpose of this show. I'd recommend coming along here. It's, it's a pretty nice little setup here, Mike. And, and, this, and what I like to... Um, I remember I'm saying it last year um, with the Eref and Belvedere and Eref Town game. Um, it might be that one, it might be. It was definitely Eref and Belvedere when we mm. were together. But what I like about these games is, is everywhere's so different. Like all the grounds well, it are so is, different. Yeah, you know? it is. I mean, we're talking about Fisher. That is basically a pitch with a fence around it, and there's a small clubhouse. Yeah. Nice clubhouse, doing nice beer, but it's not. It's not literally. Once you get past the pitch, you're at the fence, and that's about the environs of the ground. Yeah. This is quite a wide open, spacey kind of feel here, isn't it? With a, yeah. with a track and the, um, you know, you're not enclosed in any way, shape, or form. Nice, nice, decent sized stand. Then you've got, um, like I said, then you've got Eric from Belvedere Park. Well, in they've got a nice, proper ground, lovely, proper, proper grounds. So you've got, uh, you've got Phoenix. Have you been to Phoenix Sports, Nick? No, that's another one on my list. Phoenix Sports is really nice. I might wait for it to be a bit warmer. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they've got a lovely little bar area again. Don't you think? Um, they've got a nice bar area, but they've got a stand as well. And um, there, because I, I ran the line there um, mm. earlier in the season. Their sort of change rooms are like a little, like a cricket. They're near VCDs, aren't they? They're not too far, not like yeah. a couple of miles away. But even right. even VCD okay. is another similar one. I, I personally think VCD is probably one of the nicer grounds in the area because um, when you walk through the turnstile of VCD, you then walk down a quite a long ramp towards the pitch. But you've got that beautiful. Oh, it's gone in! That's a great goal. That's a great goal. Shot from distance on the left side. That's three-one uh, there for Eriff Town on. Let's get my phone out of the phone. Five minutes in the second half, so 15 minutes. Beautiful goal. Yeah, he took, he took it nicely. He had, a, he had a lot of space outside the box. He had a touch, looked up. Really nicely placed. Harry Taylor, number yeah. 10. And it was a good finish as well. The, the thing is, when you get further down the pyramid, um, you do get a bit more sort of hit and hope stuff. But that was a really nice place. I don't finish. forget the goalkeepers are standing. I mean, he, I, don't I think a decent goalkeeper would struggle with that shot because it was a decent yeah. shot, but yeah. uh, he got found out there, yeah. if, if you like. I think the thing is, um, if you're looking for a beer on a Saturday afternoon, I, I can't think of many places I'd rather be, to be honest. Well, you've got a game in front of you, you, um, you can sit and the, the beer is cheaper. We've paid, what, three quid each for a can of uh, a pint of, of, of Budweiser. It's cold, it's good. Um, you think of it, just quickly, on, on that topic, eight quid to get in, I've bought, I've bought a drink, a drink you bought a drink. Yeah. So be, if, if we settle like this, I don't think Nick will the way he's going, but if we settle at this amount... I should be crawling back to, uh, to Eriff Town, the way I'm going. But, but, but at the moment it's cost you 14 quid. Yeah, which is... <laughs> you think of it like that? Yeah, that's the way to look at it. Um, so I recommend it. I mean, also, there's another thing, how can I put this New Year's resolution style Um if you don't support these places, you don't support things, whether you like football, if you like cricket, rugby, whatever you're talking about, if you don't support it and go and spend some money there, it dies. We were talking off air earlier on, Michael, about the financial troubles of clubs like Air of Town, lockdown, blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah. Uh, if you don't go, don't pay it, then it, it, it's not there, and, and you lose something. There's something really valuable no, about exactly. this. And, and oh, so. that, he left a foot in there, the two for RF, the um, ten for Stansfield's rolling around, Harry Day's rolling around on the ground. That's a yellow card. I, I think these blokes behind us want to, want to see another red, don't they? Well, they're obviously Stansfield fans who want the numbers even down. <laughs> We're in a bit of a moment of uh, another moment of conflict here. Basically, uh, well, you just heard there, dear listener. Um, Stansfield does a foul on the end of the edge of the box. They're absolutely adamant it's a penalty. Um, the way they're screaming and shouting, and the way they're still surrounding the referee. They're pointing at where he went down. They're pointing on the ground, calling over to the lino. Um, but they're adamant it's a penalty. The referee has given a free kick right on the edge. Uh, the wall is about to be marked out, we'll stay with this uh, the 8 is standing over the ball for uh, Stansfield, so Ross Morley is standing over the ball, will he take it or will it be a left foot by the other champ is it it? oh and it's deflected off the wall and gone in, 3-2 to Stansfield, they collect the ball and they're running back towards the centre circle, uh, not many people saying it's a penalty now, it's gone in so it doesn't matter but um, this is an interesting one listener where Normally, you have that player laying down behind the wall. Uh, the wall's jumped, has clipped the bottom of the boot and uh, deflected into the bottom corner. So, you just had there, Ross Morley has scored it. Stansfield back in the game now to make it 3-2. I will add, I'm currently on the microphone because Mr Hart uh, needs to uh, check the facilities of the gents' toilets. Um, I've not got a little bit more high-pitched than Nick. Uh, just a shame. It's just a classic to- it's the classic toilet guy. I missed the goal, listeners. I'm back. <laughs> this it always happens. If I'm watching the telly, yeah. if I leave the room, a goal will happen. It's, it's an iron rule of football. I said, I said it was a classic toilet goal. I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember somebody telling me they went to a Millwall game once. It was 3 1. They didn't see a goal because they, they arrived like two minutes late or something. And then both times they went to the toilet, we scored. Oh dear, oh dear. There we are. 3 2. I understand now. We're a 3. Stansfield 2. We're about halfway through the second half. Uh, darkness has descended. It's getting quite cold now. There um, is a chill. There is a chill in the air. Um, the game has become fairly uh, so-so, to be frank. 3-2. I, I think the fitness has come into it a bit now. Everyone's a little bit knackered. It's been a hard afternoon. Um, it's been an enjoyable afternoon. Like I said earlier on, I would recommend this as a, you know, an afternoon, Saturday afternoon, generally, pursuit. Um, certainly the social aspect of it here is, is pretty good Mike I mean yeah. just, you know the bar is, is selling your beer it's, it's pretty good up there so yeah. you know I recommend it yeah like I was saying to Nick as well um, when we weren't recording earlier on um, you tend to go to these games and, and where you sort of go to semi-regular ones or if you stay local yeah, yeah. you sort of get to know people we had it here from Belvedere where we sort of the director asked how the pod was yeah, going yeah. you know the chairman here we know relatively well yeah. as well um, with my refereeing hat on the referee who's refing today is in one of the group chats that we um, that we that I'm in I think I think he's had a really tough job on his hands he's done a good job out there yeah. today I've not really seen Anything that he's done, where I'd say the referee's made an error there. I was going to say, I, I think with his deci- I think his decision making has been absolutely spot on. Yeah. I don't think he's missed anything, and, and also let's give full credit to these um, um, assistant officials as well. Um, they've had good games as well, so it's quite easy. Lady running a line in front of us here as well, yeah. which is you know still an unusual 
Sight of football. Well, I, what, what I like about the game as well is that it's he's not lost it like you've not had, even though you've had a few, like you've obviously had the red card and you've had a few, a little bit of hard but you've had no like punch ups where refs would lose control. Not full on, I thought he might get to that at one point in the first mm. half. It's, but, it's, it's but, cooled off for a lot. It's a credit to the referee for controlling those situations. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, just when you was away um, checking out the, um, the molten brand in the toilet. Seat, <laughs> um, Basically, what happened was there was a decision on the edge of the box that was given, um, a foul. As soon as the whistle was blown, um, a standstill player ran towards the, uh, towards the action. What happened? The referee yeah. straight away gets the hand up, not physically touching him, yeah. but get back. I'm dealing with this, and yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. what you need. Yeah. And that's what he's been like today. And if you look at his movement as well, he's what 10, 15 yards away from the ball. There, he's not interfering in the play. He's not blocking anything. No, no, he's no. Always, yeah. He's there where they're about. Let's give a bit of love to the referee's name is Peter Agbula. It's written on the board in front of me. Peter Agbula. Well done, Peter. I think you've done a great job this afternoon. And big shout out to his assistants, Alison Wade and Matt Williams. I think, yeah, as a collective, as we've said, difficult game. One minute of regular time plus any added time to go. Listeners, it is fully dark now. Floodlights illuminating the pitch. It's been pretty uneventful in truth. The second half has been a lot less dramatic than that first half. Apart from the goal that I missed, the uh, lady linesman has raised raised her flag. Someone said something to her. Deep, 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 deep into injury time. Someone's had something to say. Sworn at the fours. Not happy, Macy Malian. I didn't hear anything there, Mike. Well, did the, you? The four just said that he, he said there's two minutes left. No one swore at you. I'll be honest with you. I've, I've not heard anything, but no. again, I'd I'm, leave I'm it not, alone yeah. at this stage of the game. But I'm not. I'm not saying anyone's a liar or anyone's no, no, whatever. No. But something's, uh, something's going on. He's having very late in the game to be uh, having this kind of conversation. But there we are. Yeah, they're quite quick on the online. It's quite a crucial part of the of the game at this level because I mean, if you're interested to find these teams and follow them, listeners. We said at the start of today's show, you do form a kind of a bond, bond, an interest, whatever you want to call it. There's a final whistle, as you'd have gathered. But um, keeping the online side of it is, is quite a big part of the um, the show, if you want. Yeah. And the thing is, as well, to, to give um, to give them credit here as well, not normally uh, other non-league grounds do you get live half-time results. No, this, this, this feels like a proper football club, listeners. As, as you and I, as... Uh, Millwall fans or whatever you know, maybe the non-Millwall fans listen to this show I don't know but it's it's been a football experience as you would understand it if that makes any kind of sense so there is full time 4-2 to okay, Irith Town here we are as well as we said Monday the 2nd of January Scaffold's already updated all of their, uh, their scores, the results there results, so you can't you can't knock them good win for Irith Town 115 here today 115 deserved win enjoyable afternoon 115 of us here um, Michael and I are going to go for a beer Millwall. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.